This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Hosted by Pastor Matt and Jessica Stahlbaum. Morning Breath starts now. Hey, welcome to Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. I'm Matt and this is Jessica. And we're just happy that you're here with us today on Monday, Morning Breath, Matt and Jessica bringing it to you on just Bible study and life and book recommendations. Yes, let's do that first. Uh, We have a new segment to the Monday show. If you haven't been with us for a while, we're doing Monday book recommendations by Jessica. And the book I'm gonna recommend today is called The Fight to Flourish by Jenny Lusco. She is married to Pastor Levi Lusco and they have a church in Montana and Wyoming and campuses all over in that Northwest part of the country. And I love this book for many reasons. One, the cover is beautiful. Mm. So if you're listening on radio and you want to see it, you can check out our podcast or our video cast on our uh, East Coast app, or you can go to eccc.us to find that, to see our faces right now. But I also, um, like I said, I love the cover, but I love the name of it, The Fight to Flourish, because our women's conference at East Coast is called Flourish. And this really is all about what it is to flourish, is it's actually a fight. And it's not always fun, and um, but flourishing is worth it. And this book is really, really powerful. It's amazing. It's about her testimony. Um, they lost a child at five years old, and it was heartbreaking, heart-wrenching, but what God has taught them and how they have come through with pure hearts and loving God through it all, it's, it's just an incredible story. So, so I highly recommend it. Well, that got me thinking, like, um, most good things have to fight to grow. Yes. It's like, what doesn't have to fight to grow? Yeah. Are weeds, right? Yeah. You want your grass to actually be nice and be green and not have a bunch of weeds in it. You have to, oh my gosh, you have to fertilize it and you have to do weed killer on it. You, I mean, it just seems like anything good, like a mangrove tree, you got to take care of it. You got to clean up the bottom of it. If you don't, the mangoes go bad. Not I say mangrove. I meant mango. I thought you did. And then I was like, I'm not sure if you did. And then I, I did. you did. <laughs> Man, it's like whatever's good takes work to grow. Whatever is just like garbage seems to just grow on its own. I don't know. Yep. I, I love that fight to flourish because uh, it's easy to be stagnant or it's easy to grow weeds. Yep. But you've got to actually work to It's flourish. worth the fight. It's it worth, worth the fight. fight. And it's good, I think, to expect that it'll be a fight. You know, like marriage. It's a fight to flourish oh, yeah. in marriage. Big fight. <laughs> marriage. Fight um, all day. All and day. All night. <laughs> No. Um, friendship is a fight. A uh, relationship with the Lord and um, being consistent with that is a fight. You know, there's so many other things wanting our attention and our time and taking the time daily like you're doing right now to listen to Morning Breath and learn more about the Bible and connect is, uh, you know, there's a fight for your attention to go do other things. So mm. everything that's worth the fight is worth it. You know, these shirts that we're wearing for the one, oh. I have had this shirt on all day. You came home and uh, put that shirt on and I was like, oh my gosh, he did that to match me. I'm like, you have ne- he's never done that. So I was like, before the show, I'm like, did you mean to match me? And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but we kept it on because... I'm much too individualistic in, in yeah, my style to try to match someone on purpose. Way too much of a... But when I find other people that wear clothes like me, I'm like, Wow. They're they also really be, cool. <laughs> they must be trying to be like me. No. <laughs> That's funny. 
All right, so we are starting a new book of the Bible today. We are, um, we went from Acts and then we went to Romans. And then naturally you would think you would go to 1 Corinthians because that's the next book. Uh, I cannot tell you why, but we're in 2 Corinthians. <laughs> so I do the schedule. And again, I've said this before, I made the schedule before 2020 was even here. And I don't know. I think we had probably already done 1 Corinthians recently. And so here we are in 2 Corinthians. Mm-hmm. So just go with us. Just it's, go with it. It's all going to be good. And if you can't stand skipping the book, you're welcome to read 1 Corinthians and mm-hmm. then join us in 2 Corinthians. But 2 Corinthians 1 and we, I think there's 24 verses. So I'll read through 12. And you start at 13. All right. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> Read. Read. Paul, an apostle, special messenger, personally chosen representative of Christ Jesus, the Messiah, by the will of God and Timothy, our brother, to the church of God, which is at Corinth, and to all the saints, God's people, throughout Achaia, which is southern Greece. Grace to you and peace, inner calm and spiritual well-being from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed, gratefully praised and adored be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforts and encourages us in every trouble so that we will be able to comfort and encourage those who are in any kind of trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For just as Christ's sufferings are ours in abundance as they overflow to his followers, so also our comfort, our reassurance, our encouragement, our consolation is abundant through Christ. It is truly more than enough to endure what we, what we must. But if we are troubled and distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. Or if we are comforted and encouraged, it is for your comfort, which works in you when you patiently endure the same sufferings which we experience. And our hope for you, our confident expectation of good for you, is firmly grounded, assured, and unshaken, since we know that just as you share as partners in our suffering, so also you share as partners in our comfort. For we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers and sisters, about our trouble in the West Coast province of Asia Minor, how we were utterly weighed down beyond our strength so that we despaired even of life itself. Indeed, we felt within ourselves that we had received the sentence of death and were convinced that we would die. But this happened so that we would not trust in ourselves, but in God who raises the dead. He rescued us from so great a threat of death and will continue to rescue us. On him, we have set our hope and he will again rescue us from danger and draw us near. While you join in helping us by your prayers, then thanks will be given by many persons on our behalf for the gracious gift of deliverance granted to us through the prayers of many believers. This is our reason for proud confidence. Our conscience testifies that we have conducted ourselves in the world in general, and especially toward you with pure motives and godly sincerity, not in human wisdom, but in the grace of God. That is his gracious, loving kindness that leads people to Christ and spiritual maturity. For we do not write you anything you cannot read or understand, and I hope that as you have understood us in part, you will come to fully underst- or understand fully that you can boast of us just as we will boast of you in the day of the Lord Jesus. Because I was confident of this, I wanted to visit you first so that you might benefit twice. I wanted to visit you on my way to Macedonia and then come back to you from Macedonia and then have uh, and then to have you send me on my way to Judea. Was I fickle when I intended to do this? Or do I make my plans in a worldly manner so that the same breath I say both yes, yes, and no, no? But as surely as God is faithful, our message to you is not yes and no. For the Son of God, Jesus, who is preached among you by us, by me, and Silas, and Timothy, was not yes and no, but in him has always been yes. For no matter how many promises God has made, 
They are yes in Christ, and so through him the amen is spoken to us by the glory of God. Now it is God who makes us both, excuse me, now it is God who makes both us and you to stand firm in Christ. He anointed us, set his seal of ownership upon us, and put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. I call God as my witness, and I stake my life on it, that it was in order to spare you that I did not return to Corinth. Now that we Lord, not that we Lord over you in faith, but we work with you for your joy, because it is by faith you stand firm. Amen. So 2 Corinthians 1, a lot about comforting, a lot about yeses and nos. Do you have a place to start or would you like me to? Um, I have a place, yeah. Uh, it was more when you were reading. I just kind of stuck with that and uh, really talking about comfort, how God comforts us in verse 4 in all of our trouble so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. And, you know, this is a word that I think is fitting for just the day of a lot of discomfort and a lot of discontent and disappointment and a lot of hurts and you know, just a lot of darkness going on around the world right now. And, uh, you know, a normal election year will come with a lot of just contentious behavior and divisive, you know, politics and all sorts of stuff. I mean, a normal election year, it's just, it's just loaded to the max. And 2020 is an election, election year. And of course, you know, Donald Trump is, he's known for being uh, pretty strong and contentious and it's its part of his personality. Um, so you'd kind of expect this stuff, but what we couldn't expect is, uh, you know, co- coronavirus and, you know, a p- global pandemic and a global shutdown. And we couldn't expect, you know, a uh, really a, a major issue in racial tension that we've seen in racial pain and needing racial healing and all of the things that we've seen uh, across the country and rioting and peaceful protesting and people standing up and, you know, all the different things going on. We, we couldn't have seen those things coming. This is, you know, it's almost like, you know, so many memes are just like, okay, you can, you know, 2020, you can have it back. Like, let's, let's start over. Yeah. You know, people are just frustrated and I just thought of like the comfort that we need right now and how God has comfort for us. Um, and he does, he has comfort for you and he has comfort for the, your time of trouble. But there's a reason why, and it's so that you can comfort other people. Mm-hmm. And what I'm not seeing a lot of is that, yeah, comforting others. Like I want comfort, but I want to tell you my opinion. I'm not going to give you any comfort. I'm just mm-hmm. going to share my opinion with you. In fact, I, I, shot, I saw a meme the other day and it was like a hand reaching out of the water like this is like okay a hand coming in to help and then the next square was your opinion and it was like a high five and then the next is the hand is drowning it's just the fingertips Mm. are left and so rather than the hand is reaching up out of the water drowning and your hand comes in for comfort uh it's oh here's my opinion (laughs) <laughs> and then people are, are drowning and hurting and, yeah. and burning and just frustrated and angry and raging. And I just think God comforts us in our troubles. It's what we all want. And it's the encouraging word. But he does it so that we can comfort other people. Mm-hmm. 
Like, yeah. let's do more of that. Yeah. You know, that was my actually soap verse as I chose verse four. And my observation was that, that before that verse, it says, it's the father of mercies and the God of all comfort is the one who comforts us. And so one, we are comforted. He's comforting us like they're, they're there. It's going to be okay. But he also encourages us to say like, you can do it. It's not comforting to be like, they're there, you know, which is nice and we all need it. But then we also need the encouragement that it's gonna be okay, that we can do it, that we have what it takes, that he is with us. And that is all for us. And I'm super thankful for all of that. But then like you said, it's it's both and. It's that so we can then comfort and encourage others. We can't, I, I don't think it's enough to say they're there. I think we also have to encourage them with the hope. And who is the hope? The hope is Jesus, you know? And so on the one hand, it gives our pain purpose. And it gives us an opportunity for redemption for our pain and our struggle because because we're experiencing pain and struggle, we are then getting to experience comfort and encouragement from from the Father of all mercies and the God of all comfort. And then we then, so that we then will pass it on. And so it's just this, it can be this beautiful and redemptive cycle that we get to be a part of if we don't languish in the comfort and encouragement and don't pass it on. So my my encouragement and my application to myself was don't just get comforted and encouraged. Like you said, what we're lacking is then the cycle. Like I then comfort and encourage. Yeah. And something that I, I like and wanted to bring up is this, is that Paul was Jewish and he was uh, from Israel and he is writing this to Corinthians uh, in Corinth. And it's people from different cultures and backgrounds and uh, a different country, a different community. Mm-hmm. And Paul is extending comfort outside of his circle yeah. or his comfort zone mm-hmm. or his relationship zone. And uh, that was a, the typical Jewish mindset. You know, the typical Jewish mindset was in this day, like fortify, keep foreigners out, keep outsiders out, keep other races out. You, know, you don't believe, you don't, you know, it was a very male dominated culture too. Mm-hmm. Your woman, or even a child, we're not interested in your opinion. You're from a different tribe, different community, different country. We're not interested in your in your opinion. And we always say, "Oh, those Jews are so bad." Like, honestly, that's that's how most of the world works. People are very tribal in their mindset and very mm-hmm. closed off. And you know, for instance, racism is not an American problem; it's a world problem. It isn't a it's not a black and white thing. It's a people thing you know from italians to uh, african tribal to asian disputes it's it's well documented that it's a worldwide phenomenon that people like to merge together and exclude other people but what it's not is a christian thing mm-hmm. see christianity is crossing all those lines it crosses the male and female line you know, even in American uh, American Christianity, a lot of times women are really excluded from teaching, but not in the Bible. You know, there are women prophesying, uh, there are women preaching, there are women leading. You see it through the Bible. Um, you know, can women be pastors? Well, there's no women pastors in the Bible. Well, I would challenge you, where are the men pastors in the Bible? I'm not sure who was a male pastor in the Bible. Like, spend some time and go look it up for yourself. I see lots of male apostles but I don't see, necessarily see men as pastors. It's brothers and sisters. It's 
old and young. Mm -hmm. It's crossing borders and cultures and colors uh, to comfort people out of our comfort zone. And so I think that message is, is very relevant today, that as believers, our role is to cross the line and bring comfort to people. Jesus, who comforts us in our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble mm -hmm. with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. And so what I receive from God is what I bring to you. Mm -hmm. And here's, I think, what the problem, I also want to bring this up, is many of us are not receiving things from the Lord. With When we see something that bothers us, are we going to the word of God and saying, Lord, what do we do about this? Mm -hmm. Or do we just form an opinion and sling it at people. I think most of the time we form an opinion and we sling it out really fast. Yes. Instead of, you know, when I don't know what to say, shut my mouth, mm -hmm. go read my Bible, go pray, talk to some believers. Yep. What's God saying? What do we do? Let's go to the drawing board. Let's map this out. Let's figure this out. Then go and take action. Lord, I need comfort. I'm broken. I'm hurting. I, I'm lonely. I'm isolated. I, I feel rejected. I feel manipulated. I, I feel uh, injustice has happened. I, I feel, you know, overlooked. I, whatever the hurting that's going on in you, I feel offended. I feel accused. Like, whatever. Lord, I need comfort for that. And in that comfort, we're getting comfort for ourselves. Then we go comfort others. Mm -hmm. Okay. But what I see a lot of is I'm offended. I'm hurt. I attack. Yeah. So let's reverse that. Go get some comfort. You know, I have a good challenge, actually. And I had I had this conversation with our daughter, who's eight. Um, her, she was doing her spelling the other day. And one of the words on her spelling list was grumble. She's like, what's grumble? So I'm like, you know, when you're complaining. And she's like, oh, like, rah, 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 rah. And I'm like, yes, that's grumbling and complaining. She goes, I do that sometimes. I do that sometimes at my brothers when they can't hear me. <laughs> I love your honesty and uh, authenticity. But then she was writing her spelling list and I had, I was playing a worship song. I was trying to find this song that I wanted to share with someone. And it was one of our East Coast original songs called Who You Are. And it's all about who God is. Um, and I was playing that just to make sure it was the right song I was thinking of. And I said, oh, is this song bothering you because you're doing your spelling? And she said, no, I really like it. I love worship. And I said, you know what? Try to grumble while you're listening to this worship song. And she was like, Rrr. And she's like, I can't, I cannot grumble while I am listening to this worship song. And I'm like, that is amazing. What a beautiful picture for all of us. Like when we get offended, I dare you and I dare myself to listen to one worship song and then see how you feel. Mm -hmm. How are you going to respond after that? After you've taken four, five, six minutes and listened to some worship and rerouted your brain to focus on the Lord and his promises and who he is and what he says about you and what your identity is in him, you're going to respond to things a whole lot differently. Yeah. You know, we're programming ourselves to really uh, be distressed and angry and then share in that state, like on a regular basis. So unhealthy. Like when you watch the news, it's most of the news is sold to us through fear, right? It's yeah. everything's falling apart. Everything's falling apart like a $2 suit. It's like, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You said that right. Usually he says it's a $2 suitcase. suitcase. It's both. <laughs> it could be either one, okay? It's like a $2 suitcase. I'm switching back. Um, but then that's just watching the news. And what do we watch with the news? We just keep watching. They're like, oh. Now you go to the news, social media, and like, that's garbage. Let me go find something and say something. And hit send. 
I saw something really fun the other day. It was kind of, it's kind of funny. And, you know, it was somebody I know on Facebook, but they said, uh, they had posted out this thing. I do not give for Facebook permission to use any of my posts or repost anything. And, you know, you've seen like, you must say that or Facebook can use your stuff. And, and uh, it's kinda, I kind of laugh because it's like, it's like saying this, it's like, uh, I'm going to go out to the mall and scream on the top of my lungs <laughs> random crazy things at people and tell them not to listen and tell them not to hear me and expect there not to be a reaction. Yet we go on Facebook and we we post stuff on their site like it's their stuff. You you gave it to them. Yeah. And then we don't expect anyone to disagree with us or be hurt or be offended or react. Somehow, some way, it's just become this like, I'm going to send it, just like whatever information, send it. And then don't you think that affects us? Don't you think that affects people? And then don't you think it affects your health even? Yes, absolutely. Like Toxic emotions. Like your blood pressure like is affected by it. Like you're raging all the time. You're going from the news to social media. Let's pick a pause for a second and receive something from God. Yeah. Like cut it out, shut it down. You know, me and Jessica both, we take time during the week to shut the outside social media world completely off. Mm -hmm. Like, you'll take 24 hours straight to stop texting, Facebooking, Instagramming. I usually do that for about 18 hours. I don't usually quite get 24 hours, but I usually get 18 hours of that. Yeah. But you got to do it. You got to shut it off because it's almost like a... uh, it's like a never-ending train wreck that you train yourself to get upset and then post something. Yep. Or whatever. You have it's a cycle and you have to stop stop it. the cycle. I love verse five, which is right after verse four. It says, For just as Christ's suffering Christ's sufferings are ours in abundance as they overflow to his followers. Like that's fun. His suffering is abundance and it overflows to us. Thank you, Lord. Yes. But so also our comfort, our reassurance, our encouragement, our consolation is abundant through Christ. It truly is more than enough to endure what we must. And when I read this first, I had just heard about someone we knew in another state who was really experiencing something so hard, like something so difficult. And I told Matt, like, I am so glad I'm not this person because the thing that they're going through is so tough and discouraging. And, but then I read this first and I'm like, you know what? This is a promise for that person. Yes. The suffering is overflowing to him because he's a follower of Jesus, but his also with that comes the comfort, the reassurance, the encouragement, the consolation is abundant through Christ as well. And so we just took a moment to pray for them and we know, and we're confident that the encouragement of Christ is going to overflow and be abundant and more than enough for what he's going through right now. Yeah. I I was just, I was talking to a friend today and it was the same thing. I was like, wow. I thought, you know, I've been through some stuff, but that's just, that's not, oh man, I just felt so bad. I thought, why do I complain? Yeah. When when you hear someone else's problem, you're like, why am I complaining so much? Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's kind of the opposite, but you kind of sometimes feel a sense of comfort when you get into someone else's suffering because you're not you're not suffering, but you're helping them through the suffering. And right. there's even a sense of gratitude, like, wow, I'm not dealing with that. But yeah. I can help you and maybe I can stop whining about my minuscule problems when I'm seeing you deal with an actual problem. Yeah. You know, 
you know, an actual heartbreak. Talk about an actual heartbreak is verse eight. Um, Paul is saying for he's writing this letter to these Corinthian people, and he's saying we don't want you to be uninformed, brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. about our trouble in the West Coast province of Asia Minor. How we were utterly weighed down beyond our strength, so that we despaired even of life itself. I mean, this is a suicidal ideation. This is a thought of life is too hard. How are we going to survive this? And when I was reading this, I just felt like I had to mention it and to show that it is in the word and that Paul experienced this, but you have to see it is surrounded by the fact that he, he knew, even though he felt that way, he went back to where is the source of his comfort? It's the Lord. Where is the source of his peace and his hope? It's God every time it's Jesus it's the fact that we have relationship with him and so if you have had those suicidal thoughts or ideas I just encourage you to read all of this again and to see that you're not alone first of all but that Jesus is your hope he he is your hope he is your specific hope he's the hope of the world and there is hope for you and I just break off and curse that spirit of suicide right now off your life in Jesus name and I command peace to fill up, fill in that empty space where those thoughts are gone right now in Jesus' name. Amen. And you know, even if there, there's a you know a suicidal spirit, but then there's also the spirit of oppression, mm-hmm. where you feel like you've maybe even been uh, received a sentence of, you know, Paul says it right here, a sentence of death. Like, yeah. Like no one loves you, no one cares about you, or you know, you are just under pressure so much that people look down on you for whatever reason, and and that needs to be broken off of your life too. Like yep. he says here in verse nine, indeed we felt like we had received the sentence of death. They didn't deserve it, and uh, you know if that's going on in your life too, you, you're not a victim. You don't have to be a victim. You can be victorious in Christ. Mm-hmm. Like even if you are under pressure from somebody else and people are putting you down, you don't have to stay there. You can you can rise above that. You yeah. can rise through that. And I would encourage you. You know, rise out of that depressing situation, rise out of that sentence of death of your life and rise up with Christ. Be yep. made new in Him as your creator. And uh, we just want to encourage you with that today. We thank you so much for listening to Morning Breath. And uh, we will see you next week. God bless you. We love you. Bye. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco. Langston Commercial Real Estate, owned by Scott Langston, a senior commercial broker, has been selling real estate and giving free consultations for over 18 years. Scott Langston will show you the best way to buy, invest, or lease commercial property. 321-403-1111. That's 321-403-1111. Hi everyone, Kevin Barfield here with Barfield Contracting and Associates. We are a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. We're located in Cocoa Village, but we service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. We also offer many discounts, military, senior. As always, we offer free estimates and we appreciate every opportunity that we're given. We're at 454-4531. That's 454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. God bless you. Pineapple Garden Assisted Living Facility, located in the Rockledge Vieira area. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved one is safe and secure. Please visit us today by going online at pineapplegarden.com or call 321-405-CARE. 
We want to be a church that's focused on God, focused on the people on the inside, and focused on the people on the outside. Love God, love the church, love people, because we're building a life-giving church that lasts. East Coast Christian Center. Join us every weekend, Saturday night at 5.30 p.m. and Sunday morning at 8.30, 10, and 11.30 a.m. East Coast Christian Center is located at 680 North Courtney Parkway, Merritt Island. The Avenue Worship Center. Enjoy a fresh brewed cup of coffee with friends and family. Service times are at 9.30 and 11 a.m. at 85 North Richland Avenue. East Coast Christian Center Coco. We now have three services every Sunday morning at 8.15, 10 o'clock, and 11.45 a.m. Located at 1855 North Friday Road Coco. For more information, call 452-1060, extension 100. That's 452-1060, extension 100. Or visit us online at eccc.us. That's eccc.us. East Coast Christian Center, building a life-giving church that lasts. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information, such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day.